Hello, hello, kings and queens. Welcome back to another segment of Yossi Loves You. I'm here broadcasting live with a really great friend that I just met here at Venice. And his name is, drumroll, Seagull. Hello, Seagull, and welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about your background, where are you from, all that good stuff? Yeah, my name is Sea Dog. I came out here for I came out here from New Mexico when I was young, uh, in, in 1955, and I was raised on a beach. And uh, I used to I met uh, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and all that. And they used to have a lot of bonfires out here, and it was fun. It was fun out here, and you know the the, the, the marina the marina used to have. It was nothing but swamp meats and fields of onions and stuff like that. And I used to go down there when I was a little kid. Then I went down to, to down to um, Pinmar. It was the same thing. They had big old tunnels, and we used to throw rocks at rats when we were kids. And you know, and Venice was a real good town. But now it's still a good town. But you just gotta be more careful because you got all these crazy people running around. Especially at nighttime, but Venice is a good place, and you just you know the guy coming at daytime, but it's not good for little kids because little kids will pick up bad bad habits, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, before hitting record, I was talking to Siegel, and he was telling me that he pretty much saw Venice grew up. You know, he saw Venice uh, blossom into what it is now. So, Siegel, can you uh, talk to the people and tell them about how Venice was back then? Okay. The Venice was, uh, you know, it used to be, uh, you know, a lot of gangs out here. A lot of bikers, a lot of Mexican gangs, a lot of black gangs, and a lot of hippies and beatniks. And, uh, you know, we used to have uh, the, 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 a, lot of, a lot of hippies. We used to have parties out here and a lot of bikers. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of drug addicts, but not, it wasn't as bad as it is now. And, uh, you know, the Hells Angels, Straight Satans, uh, V-13, the Cribs, the, the, the Big Neeks, the Hippies. And it was real nice. We didn't, we didn't have no tourists, but everybody took care of one another all the time. And then they weren't so greedy. They used to help each other, whatever they needed. But you know, uh, there was a lot of drunk. You know, I, 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 I spent. Well, I was homeless for for twelve years, twelve years, four months. See, but that was my fault because I was using drugs and and doing everything. You know, just taking drugs. I was young then, and uh, I got to get into a lot of trouble. And I, I used to wake up in jail most of the time and wondering how I got there because I was drunk. I used to have blackouts, but I finally grew out of it. Now I got 36 years sober and I, I can see the other side of the fence. And you know what? The other side of the fence wasn't no good. It wasn't no picnic. And I didn't know that because I was young. But now, uh, now I see all, all, all the tents out here, all those homeless people, I can see right through them. Uh, every day in Venice is always a game. There's always somebody stealing or ripping off or running the games or somebody just has to take their money. But, you know, uh, I'm still here. I know, I know a few people 
most of the people that I grew up with, they're all moved out or they're, you know, locked up or they're someplace. But there's a lot of young people here between the 20s and 30s, and all of them, and they take nothing but drugs. But uh, Venice was a, it's still a good place, but, you know, you just got to be careful. Wow, awesome. And congrats to you for being sober for so many years. That's awesome. Super proud of you. you, you. So, uh, growing up, um, what was your favorite thing to do in Venice? Uh, ride bikes, uh, sell, and hustle. You know, the, the older men that I used to hang around with, the older, the older people, they taught me how to, how to survive in the streets. They taught me how to hustle, how to sell merchandise, and how to make money. And uh, the funniest thing, you know, Ocean Park used to be right here, and there was a lot of drunks there. And uh, some man, he's dead now, they used to call him Charlie. He knew he was, he had, he was an electrician, and he knew all about electricity. And you know the pier, uh, Ocean Park? Well, down below the pier, he had, he had his own home. But he 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 uh, hooked up all the electricity to the all the rights, you know. He hooked it and he had a TV down there, a radio and everything downstairs, and 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 the bottom of the beach. Wow. And uh, you know, it was so funny because you remember the the the, the, the commercial, only the best tuna, Charlie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he used to call me Charlie. And, we, we were all going to jail. We had, we had tickets. And he, he said, well, oh, oh, what about me? He says, it's a Charlie, only the best tuna. Wow. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. But nice. I had a good time. I learned a lot from the, the old timers. They, they taught me a lot of ropes, how to survive and all that. And I used to work up and down here in the liquor stores over but I had a good time. I mean, even though I was taking a lot of drugs, but I had a good time. But I learned, I seen a lot and done a lot. Wow. And what are some of those key points that you've learned that really stand out to you? Okay. The, you know when people come up to you, the kids, this is so funny, they come up to you and they have something they want to sell and they know it's no good. And they, <laughs> they, they try to con you. They say, well, I got it here, I got it there. You know... They, they, they run games in you. Well, they try to con you and say, well, you know, this is the, I got this here, you know, like a, an antique and all that. And you know they, it's, it's stolen. And uh, you say, well, you know what? I, I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to run a game on me. And they think you got money. and But they want say they buy it for a dollar. And, and then they want to uh, charge you $20. You know, they think because you're older, you know, you don't know nothing. But uh, I tell them, you know what, tell me some more. I want to hear some more. And I start laughing, and they walk away. You know, and, and some of them, they'll be real slick. You know, they'll be sitting down, and they'll try to sneak up on you and try to steal what you got. Especially, I'm going to tell you one, that there was a man here, he had a suit on. This is so funny. I knew him for, for a long time. And he came into Venice, he was drinking. I told him, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep. Don't. You know what, he, he had a suit on and, and, and um, a good watch on. 
He woke up the next day. He was walking around butt naked. <gasps> no way! <laughs> you like I told you. <laughs> he was. He had a towel. I said, "What happened to you?" I says, "I fell asleep and it ripped me off." No way! He he had two hundred dollars in his pocket. He took his pants, his boots, his watch, all his rings. He was walking down early in the morning, walking up and down, butt naked. Wow! This is the games people play here. <gasps> wow! You're telling me the realness in of Venice. <laughs> wow! Wow! So, what would you say to um, people out there that want to come out here and do um, maybe be a vendor? You know, considering that you know a lot of vendors and you see Venice on a regular basis, what would you tell them, like an upcoming vendor? If, if, if you're a vendor, you just gotta be careful what you sell, because the cops will come up to you in plain clothes or just in, in a uniform and find out what you're selling. And they, and if they don't, if they don't like what you're selling. They'll give you a ticket, a warning ticket first. The second one, you know, they want you to get your stuff and get out. Don't come back. But you also gotta watch out for the the, the, the homeless people. When you turn your back, they'll try and steal from you. So you gotta be real careful when when you do things. And there's things here, you know, like uh, if you if you're selling uh, food and all that, you know, and they'll they'll get that they'll get the health department. If see if you got an okay to sell food or whatever you're selling, you can sell jewelry and stuff like that. There's different things you gotta sell, but you have to go to the police station, police station, and they give you a permit, and then you come out here and you sell. But you gotta tell them what you're gonna sell. But a lot of people just come up here and just sell. But you just gotta be real careful what you what you do. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. Very nice. And then you yourself, are you um, a vendor, or do you just like to hang out and no, you no, know see I, Venice? I come out here because I know a couple of people like him and some other people. I come here to go to work to do keep myself busy. I'm retired, but I come out here and go to work. I I just came home. I I got ants in my pants. You no, know? I stay home. You know. <laughs> Uh, I get bored. I go crazy at home. I, Amen. I, see, look, I, I got a nice box at, at the house, and a refrigerator that's loose in the bottom, and that you shake makes, makes a lot of noise. And uh, I said, damn, you know, if I stay home, uh, I'll be talking to the TV. The TV one don't talk back. I talk to the walls, or, or I'll be dancing with a, with, a, with a refrigerator because it makes a lot of noise. <laughs> so it drives me nuts over there. If it ain't that, you know, I'll be eating, and my, my screen flew away, and the the flies are coming in and try to try eat my food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a joke, Seagull. So, what do you think keeps people coming back to Venice? Well, it's, it's like a magnet. They come once and they, and they let the people see. I call this beach an uncivilized beach. Wow. Santa Monica is civilized. Because one time I walk in, the people are normal. You come out here, it's uncivilized. You, you, you see some things that you never seen. It's crazy. Sometimes, well, like, like uh, I'll tell you another one. You know, I, I seen a girl. She just came out here. She's been here this last year, and uh, she was smoking meth. She got high, and, and it was broad daylight. Everybody playing music. You know what she did? She started taking off her clothes and started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you, you see crazy things like that 
or they be dancing or, or they be if they not dancing they're talking to a trash can wow wow and they be they be they be on myth wow you, you see all those crazy things yeah so this is venice for you and you bring a camera you take pictures you can make a movie here if you if you wanted to wow yeah it's a trip yeah and how is it different now considering the you know covid-19 restrictions how is it different now with that well the place? people are more careful that the ones that got enough brains but the ones that get they get high they don't give a damn they don't, they don't even wear masks you know if i want to die i want to die that's we getting high they, they don't care but most of the people here their own businesses they're they're real careful now you know they 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 wear masks and all that and they keep their distance But you know, you still see a lot of crazy things. Okay. You know? Right. And on Sundays, they have a at nighttime and Sundays, they have a a lot of bikes with lights on. They have, they have a parade right here, a parade. At nighttime, you see it at nighttime. You can take pictures of it. They be up and down the boardwalk. They pay a, a lot of bikes. This is a Sunday nights. Just in the go up, they go up Lincoln, I mean they go up um Yeah, what you call it? Rolls and back. But you see and they had they had music on, different kind of music. And you see a lot of people singing and playing and all that. It's, it's not bad, you know. That's the difference between Santa Monica and Venice. Venice is uh you you meet some weird people, some crazy people, and some good people. It's all mixed up. Mm, wow. Word. Okay. And where do you see Venice in the future? Like how do you see it in oh, the future? I tell you. A lot of people, a lot of movie stars bought a lot of property here. The the homeless, I mean the people that got money, you know, they're they're I don't like them because you know, you can't really have fun. Any little thing you do, they'll complain and call the cops. You know? And the future what they want to do here is tear all this stuff and make it and make it for the rich not for the poor they want to kick everybody out he ain't got no money because the, the rents here are $4000 $5000 they they raise my pie and all, all the stores they sell merchandise the rents like they pay $7000 $8000 just to sell something in the store it if you don't pay they they they'll kick you out This is in the future. I hope it's not like that. It's gonna be like Miami Beach. A lot of rich people, no, no poor people. That's that's I don't like it. This is what they they, they want to do. I don't know what was. I'm not gonna probably be here. I'll probably be in. By the time I'll probably be in Mexican heavens. Who knows? Without a green card. But this is the future. A, a lot of this property here all belongs to the rich. So. I don't know what's going to happen. And with that being said, do you feel that there's a way for us, you know, for local communities to prevent that from happening? Well, uh if you can buy the property and you, you guys can stop it. Yeah, but they want a lot of money for the properties. You know, I don't know how much they they they're selling for, but it's a lot of money. If I wish you would stop it and, and just have it middle class people and have, just have a good time we don't need all that rich stuff you know mm-hmm. let people be themselves and but they don't let us sometimes 
you know, that's, that's the way it goes sometimes. You got the rich and the poor here fighting all the time. You know, and they want to just take over everything and push us out. Wow, yeah. So, um, from that, it seems like you have a lot of depth, you know, on life. What is your life mantra? Like, what is something that you would like to share with the audience right now regarding life and your um, viewpoints on life? Well, I've seen a lot in life. I've been through a lot. You know, all I want out of life is just be myself and just, you know, don't have, just, just be happy. Be happy in life, enjoy things, you know, and just have enough just to keep me going. You know, that's all I want out of life, you know. And, uh, and travel every now and then, you know. That's all. Yeah. And how old are you, Seagull? That's something we should have started with, but <laughs> how old are you? 72. Wow. See? Wow, he just removed his hat. <laughs> he has a beautiful gray hair filled with wisdom, right? This is this so, gray, yeah. Yeah, wow. So, 72 and wise and strong and thriving and full of life. Right. I love it. Yeah. Wow. So, um, closing off with the show, um, is there something that you'd want to talk about that you want to mention that you haven't already said? Well, I would like, you know, to people to get along. But you know what? what well, how come people don't get along? Because... There's too much money involved. People don't think about other things. All they think about is your money, and then, you know, that's, that's not right. Yeah. Money is okay, it helps. But, you know, happiness is, is, in, is, is, in, your, is in your heart. Mm-hmm. If you don't have no happiness in your heart, you never have nothing. Like, I, I tell you, a, a person, Donald Trump, he got a lot of money. But he's not happy. He ain't got no brains. I mean, he, he, look what he done to all of us. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean. A lot of people have no money. They don't have time for, for their relatives. They, they say, you know what? You know, they got the money. You know, they, they call them uh, peasants. Wow. So, you know, but the real thing, if you, well, the way I live, I work from, the, from my inside, from my heart out. That's the way I work. I like to enjoy life. I like to have a sense of humor. It doesn't matter, just as long as you, you know, you're happy in here. You can have all the money in the world and don't have no happiness. But if you have it, well, what counts is what's, what you got in your heart. That's number one. The rest of it doesn't matter. See, but you have to stay strong in your heart, you know, to uh, make things happen. You don't show... Uh, a lot of stuff. Just be strong from your heart. Speed yourself and be strong. That's wow. what you do. Yeah, definitely. You know, see, I didn't know this, but when I came up, I had a I had a good life. I had a bad life. I went through a lot of things. Yeah, I wouldn't give to nobody. A lot of good things, a lot of bad things. But you know, I, I'm still strong in my heart. That's what matters. See. My mother was a full-blooded Cherokee Apache. My father was Mexico, you know, and, and I got a lot of Indian blood. And they taught me right. He said, you know, they were, we were poor, 
We didn't have much, but we were happy kids. You know, we lived in mostly in beans and rice and tortillas, but that was okay. We didn't, I didn't have no shoes, I didn't have no toys, but I was still happy. Yeah. You know, the kids nowadays are too spoiled. Too spoiled. Mm. You know, they want this, this, and they don't know how hard it is to get things. See, my, my, my father and all them, they taught me how to work when I was a little kid. I was always working or doing something, you know, but I was happy. I was working. When I, and I, well, I, well, I find ways to go to work or do something. See, because no one in this world is going to give you anything. Nothing. You have to do it from your heart and, and just do it. Mm. No, it doesn't matter. The jobs I had were hard. They, they, were, they were easy, but I'm here. Right. Yeah. Because if you, if, you, if you don't do nothing for yourself, who's going to do it for you? Fire me up. Yeah. yeah you know, and people are stupid. They, they worry about stupid things. Mm-hmm. Why worry about them? You're alive and breathing. You could turn it around. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of Americans, we're oh, well, I ain't got this, I ain't got this. Go and do something about it. You know, don't talk about it. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. You have to do it. You know, you can't depend on, on anybody else. You have to do it. That's right. Yeah. Wow, Seagull. What an amazing interview. I truly appreciate you being here and taking the time to, you know, get interviewed and just share and just speak from your heart. I yeah. truly loved everything you said. And I know the listeners are in love with your story also. So thank you again. And uh, I will definitely see you on my next Venice trip. Um, Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, kings and queens. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic or pass the phone to Siegel (laughs) so uh, he can say goodbye to you all as well. Have a good holidays and don't need all the tamales. Save me some. All righty. Let's go. (laughs) Have a good day, everyone. See you next time. Toodles. Am I on